Welcome to the Life & Law Podcast. I'm Heather Mulder, former AmLaw 100 partner turned lawyer coach who, just five years into my legal career, found myself teetering on the edge of burnout. But I was determined not to become yet another lawyer burnout statistic. And so I redefined success on my own terms, enabling me to build a profitable legal practice while navigating the challenges of two kids and two bed rests, the 2008 financial crisis, and a battle with breast cancer. What I learned is that you can build a successful legal career without sacrificing your health or personal happiness. And I now help purpose-driven lawyers confidently retake control of their careers and create their next level of success and impact. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both law and life. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to the Life in Law Podcast. This is your host, Heather Mulder. I'm super excited to have you with me here today. So we're just going to dive right in because this is a topic that comes up a lot with new clients. Regardless of why people tend to reach out to me, I hear this a lot. I've lost my sense of purpose. I no longer feel passionate about what I do. I'm not sure if this is right for me as a result. And it's a really scary feeling to feel this way because the vast majority of us go to law school and choose this profession with real meaning behind it. And there is a sense of purpose and there's real passion behind it. And so when you get to a point where you've lost that, it's super scary, right? So there's more to it than just how much you're working. But that is sometimes one of the reasons why we get this way. I think You know, there are more and more expectations on lawyers, whether you are in private practice or in-house, which has definitely impacted the way that we practice. We hold ourselves to very high standards already. We feel like we have to give immediate answers and results and solve really tough problems and always be right. And so we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as a result. And then we work even more and more because of that as well. And so that can often lead us to feel more burned out, and it can really lead to burnout itself, which I have talked about previously. So if you have not listened to that episode, it is a very good complement to today's episode, because burnout isn't just about working too much. Oftentimes, some of the reasons that cause us to feel like our purpose, our passion is waning are the same things that lead to burnout. So I do recommend that if you haven't listened to that and you're thinking, you know what, I might be burning out or close to it or headed in that direction, then you're going to want to listen to that episode as well. And I will link to it in the show notes. But it's not exactly what we're getting into today. What if you're not really burned out, but you find yourself wondering, why? What is this for? I'm not making a meaningful enough impact. Where did that go? I came into this wanting to make a difference, wanting to make an impact, and I just don't feel like I'm doing enough. Or maybe what gave you that sense of purpose and passion before is no longer enough. Something has changed, right? So first off, 
It's really easy to lose that kind of sense of purpose and passion that many of us start with over time. We get caught up chasing success as defined by everybody else. And before you know it, you've climbed this ladder that you realize maybe you didn't want to climb after all. Maybe you've gotten off track. Maybe you want to climb a completely different ladder, right? There's no shame in getting to this place. It's actually, sadly, more common among lawyers than you'd realize, and even non-lawyers too. There are non-lawyers out there who listen to this podcast. This is not just a lawyer problem. Many of us enter our professions with these big kind of passionate ideas about how we want to make a difference and how we want to change the world. And then three, four, five, 10, 15 years later, whatever it is, we step back and go, wait a second, where am I? How did I end up here? What's going on? And I got to say, it's a really scary feeling because our first thought is usually, oh my God, I need a big change. Maybe I'm in the wrong profession. Maybe this is not what I want anymore. Maybe, 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 right? And that is scary as I'll get out because you always wanted to do this. And now you're in a place where you're questioning, why do I really want this? There is nothing more scary than that. And so I want you to just step back, take a deep breath if this is you and say, okay, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not meant to do this. That's the good news. Okay, now, perhaps it does. I don't know. But do not ignore this feeling because you're too afraid of what the answers might be. Let me say that again. Do not ignore this feeling and keep pushing it down and not start looking into what's really going on and how you can get back more meaning, more purpose, more passion. Don't ignore it just because you're afraid that this means making huge changes to your life or your career. That I see a lot. And what I'm here to tell you is purpose isn't all it's cracked up to be. Part of the problem is probably how you're defining it in the first place. And that's actually good news because when you start to rethink what purpose is, what meaning is, what making an impact can mean, that can really relieve some of this pressure you're feeling and the pressure you're putting on yourself for having to figure out, well, what is my purpose and what big changes need to happen for me to fulfill it because you're overthinking it and making it into something that often does not exist. And this is important, y'all, because this is about more than just purpose, passion, meaning. This is key to understanding what happiness is. I think we have really gotten astray, and part of it is the coaching industry that has done this, frankly. (laughs) This is going to be controversial to some people, but I'm going to say it. For the vast majority of people, there is no such thing as your one true purpose. You are not probably meant to go out and do some huge, big thing that changes the world. That's not necessary. And it's not realistic for the vast majority of people. 
So maybe we need to rethink what this whole purpose thing even is. Now, I started to question this after my cancer journey because I've told you, I think, the story before where early on when I was diagnosed, I kind of imagined my funeral. And I remember thinking, okay, who's going to show up? What would they say about me? And I didn't really like what, what, what I came up with. I didn't feel like I'd made a big enough impact with the life I'd been living at that point. Yes, people would say nice things about me, right? But I wanted to make a bigger impact and I didn't like what I saw. And that stuck with me. And so I wrestled with this question for a couple of years post-cancer before realizing that I was overthinking it. For me, it meant being more present with people, making more meaningful connections, and just being the best version of myself that I could be on any given day. And that that's really enough. And I think that's enough for most people. I want you to get away from this perception is we have to find our purpose as though it's this one shining thing in the, you know, that we're going to find and it's going to change our lives and it's going to help us make this huge impact on the entire world. It doesn't work that way for most of us. And that's totally okay. What I would suggest is this. If you start to change your perception around what purpose means and realize that it's really just about showing up as you, like getting really settled in who you are as a person, what your values are, and aligning around those, you could then make more of an impact over time. Because we all make an impact every day without even knowing it. We do by showing up, by being there for somebody. Somebody you train today, you're going to make an impact on. You make an impact in your family's life every day. How can you make a better one by being more present, by understanding who you are, and really leaning into who you were made to be? by utilizing your strengths, your gifts, your talents, and the things that you are doing. To me, that is what purpose really is. And so there's an entire mindset shift around the whole definition of purpose. Purpose comes from being you. The person you were made to be. All right, so what does that mean if you've lost that sense of purpose, if you've gotten off track and you're trying to regain it, you're trying to create it for yourself? Well, there's a very clear kind of a roadmap that you can use, right? It's really about self-awareness, understanding what makes you you, and then being very intentional about being that person. So let's get into, okay, I get it, Heather. I need to change my whole perception around what purpose means. I'm on board with that. But how do I get started? How do I start to create that for myself? 
And how do I change my perception? Well, the good news is your perception can slowly change as you start to do something about it, which is what we're going to get into now. So if you are trying to regain your sense of purpose, there are three things that I want you to focus on. Thing number one, meet your needs. Meet your needs. What do I mean by that? Well, if you are operating from an empty fuel tank, (laughs) you're not going to feel very good about yourself. And it's going to be almost impossible to do anything for yourself that will help meet that sense of purpose that you're looking for. So step number one is always figure out, are you really meeting your needs? Where are your needs not getting met? And how can you start meeting them right now? This is about the basics of self-care. It's what self-care really is, right? Self-care isn't just about, you know, um, exercising, eating well, getting good sleep, all of those things. Yes, very important. But you've also got needs. Like, ask yourself, what do I need right now? Like, what do I need? Do I need a little bit of space to think? Do I need some time, you know, to myself? Do I need a little more time with my kids? Do I need, you know, what do I need? to feel well, to feel mentally healthy, physically fit, all of the above. Meet your core needs and make sure you're you're consistently getting those needs met. Now, I've covered this already. So go back and listen to my episode around self-care and how you got to prioritize it. It should be your number one priority so that you can fully show up for other people. You got to be able to fully show up for yourself. And that is step number one. Number two, align around your values and strengths. So being intentional means making the tough choices to align around the things that make you uniquely you, to utilize the strengths, the skills that you've been given in a way that are enjoyable to you to help others, to do for others in your work, at home, with family and friends, whatever it is that you are doing. The thing that I would say is you're probably already doing this to some extent. We all do. But the key is to be more intentional about it. To be more intentional. Because when you're really intentional, you're more capable of seeing the impact that you're already having. You're more capable of measuring it. You're more capable of noting when you want to go further, do more, how you can in easy ways. So part of this is a mindset thing, which then begets more action which then allows you to really see where you already make a difference and then lean into that even more so that you can make a bigger difference. Align around your values and strengths. So start by asking, okay, what are my values? What do I value? What's important to me and why? 
we've talked about how to kind of discover your values, how to realign around them before. So I will link to a prior episode that's going to help you with that if you'd like to go even deeper. The other thing is your strengths. Everybody has their own talents, strengths, whatever you want to call it. So I've said this before, but one of mine is an ability to quickly see problems that others can't easily see, where they they see, you know, oh, this is too complicated. I can't figure it out. I'm able to come in and go, no, boom, boom, boom. It's this. And then I see a very simple path out, usually. That's what made me a good lawyer. It's also what makes me a good coach. So I've always utilized those strengths in what I did for a living. It's one of the things that because I know this about myself, I'm intentional about it. I can then see how I am making an impact in people's lives. We all have these strengths. And by the way, they're used daily. Other people see them. So if you're not 100% sure what your strengths are, go ask somebody you know. (laughs) Ask your family, ask your friends, ask your colleagues, especially the people who tend to come to you for advice, for brainstorming, to banter, you know, oh, I have a problem, I want to talk it out with you, those kind of things. They come to you for something that comes natural to you, that's a strength. Be sure you understand what yours are. Because when you know them, you can be more intentional in how you're showing up with them every single day. And again, when you're intentional about this, that actually helps to show you what it is you're doing for other people, which then helps you to regain your sense of purpose. Okay, so step one was meet your core needs. You can't start from an empty cup. Step two is to align around your values and strengths. Make sure you are aligned and then utilizing your strengths as best you can, as intentionally as you can. The third kind of prong or step, and this one is a really big one, and this is where I think a lot of people (laughs) fall short. Prioritize connection connection. Human beings are meant to connect with other human beings. We like to belong. We need to have a sense of belonging. And with our careers the way that they are and how busy we tend to be, it's really easy to stop connecting with people. Sure, you might see people every day, but you're not making real connections with them because you're too busy. And I've seen this really play out in bigger ways the last couple of years because, let's face it, we haven't been with one another as much because of the pandemic. And so I see this step as probably the quickest an easiest way to start feeling better immediately. Connect with other people. Make sure that you're doing it daily. In person is best, but if you can't, pick up the phone. Call people you care about. 
have conversations with them. Yes, doing this with your spouse, with your kids, with your family, all very important. But connecting with people who are colleagues, peers, clients is also important. Even strangers, when you're out and about, strike up a conversation occasionally when you're waiting in a line for something. You would be surprised how tiny little interactions with other human beings can help. Like seriously. And you need to be really intentional about this. Because when you become more intentional about this, you see more and more opportunities for being more present with people. This helps to increase your your presence with folks. You start to talk more. You start to connect with people. You start to become more understanding of others who are different than you. You start to perceive people differently. You start to perceive yourself differently. It is amazing what can come from this. It's so easy to get caught up in being busy. But y'all, busy is a choice. And when you're super busy, you're not very present with anybody. You don't truly connect. Find ways to connect. Make eye contact when in the elevator. Say hello. Say good morning. Say good evening. Very simple things. Connect. Ask questions of your clients, of your colleagues, of your peers when you're talking to them about how they are as people too. Don't just make it about business all the time. They're human beings. You're a human being. Connect. Humans were all given, remember those strengths we just talked about. We were given varying strengths. We're all very different. We're meant to serve one another utilizing those strengths. So use your strengths also to just connect and be with other people, to belong, to help others to belong as well. This is going to start giving you more meaning immediately. Because if you look at purpose in the way that we started talking about today, you're going to realize That purpose, meaning, comes from a lot of different things. And the greatest purpose that you can really have is by connecting with other human beings and just being human yourself. There's something that happens on a deeper level when you serve others and you allow others to serve you, utilizing their gifts, talents, strengths, whatever you want to call it. It creates a deeper connection. And it brings real meaning and fulfillment to life without ever having to go out and change the world, (laughs) right? Which creates a lot of pressure that's unnecessary. I would say that by connecting in this way, you're having a real impact on somebody's life. Think about the ripple effect that impact might have. That's enough. All right, so quick recap. Number one, get your needs met. You can't feel good about yourself and you're going to feel somewhat empty if you are a completely empty vessel. So get your needs met. Number two, align around your values and utilize your strengths. 
They make you who you are, do so very intentionally, and you will start to regain some of that purpose that you thought you had lost very quickly. And number three, make deeper connections by being present with people and intentional with wanting to just connect with them as a human being. So today was about not just regaining your sense of purpose, but shifting what your entire perspective around what purpose even is. That's why mindset is so important. And I so often spend time on these mindset shifts. And if I offered you a roadmap for how to go above and beyond and make a couple of more shifts in just, oh, 10 or 15 minutes of your time, would you take me up on that? If you want to know how to become a happily successful lawyer without having to make a huge career change, then be sure to grab your copy of the Life and Law Roadmap. It's truly your best next step to trading out emotional exhaustion for being confidently in control. I will have a link to the Life and Law Roadmap in the show notes. Okay, that's it for this week. I'll be talking to you next. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Life and Law Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode and aren't yet a follower or subscriber, be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. For show notes and free resources to help you succeed in both life and law, including the Life and Law Roadmap, visit lifeandlawpodcast.com.